Hello, and welcome to the Archwellia Podcast. already i didn't even know oh. <laughs> i'm a little dopey yeah my, my, head is schedule, my schedule hasn't been the it. best when it came to like doing these hi glenn yeah at least join in for a, a little bit on this one because there's a specific film that he watched from 85 i mean that i've already mentioned a few times. oh yeah um uh, you've have you seen it as well arturo so, yeah um, mm-hmm. yeah um, so of course the film, uh, that you were mentioning is the 1985, um, actually Soviet anti-war film, uh, come and see, which, oh, uh, that one. Oh, yeah, that one too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That movie. Arthur is obsessed with that. He's movie. been obsessing over this. <laughs> since I think, I, I think what I like about it is that Jeez. 80s horror mixed with a war film yeah film. that's what i like about it it's it's a very it's a very interesting war film especially coming from the region that it came from because uh have you watched like other like uh film from like the soviet era from like russia by chance or like uh that might have been the only one to be honest okay well, because so of, you know the era that I was interested in. Well, um, World War II has been a huge topic. It still is a huge topic in, in Russian cinema. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, it, of course, obvious reasons why, because when the Nazis had invaded the Soviet Union, along with other places throughout Europe, um, when the Soviet, uh, Soviet film industry had picked up after the war and decades on like those memories were still kind of in everyone's heads where it's like yeah no i they're like yeah i i lived through like you know stalingrad the director i think lived he the director lived through it from what i've heard so that's what made this idea come and see when he made the film yeah i had actually heard of this movie until you mentioned it and now i've heard of it again through some other guy it was like he was just doing a top ten list of his first oh, time, oh, his okay. first time viewings of this year, and he put that as his number one. Yeah, because wow. it recently came oh. out on, it recently came out what twenty twenty. It recently like came out on okay. DVD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The why he, I don't remember who it was. It was a pretty like renowned guy that I watch. I mean, he's got quite a bit of subs. I can't remember which guy it was though. Um, but yeah, he said it was his number one first time viewing, so of this year. That was my first time seeing the film as well when it had come out. Yeah, I'm not. Heard of it. I'm mostly the American '80s guy. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, man. It's all good. Yeah, I mean, it's a different feel because it's a foreign film. I mean, it still has that '80s look, but really, you can tell it's it's slightly it? different. What's that, Mom? Oh, and you said it still had that 80s look, and I said, really? It, it does? Because the clips I've seen, you can't really, I mean, it looks like maybe, it back in the 40s, so. Well, it came out in 85. Tell. The film came out I mean, 
Yeah, but it looks like it takes place back in the day, so I well, can't pinpoint. Um, I wouldn't have known. No, well, the thing is, he kind of went with a grainy look, from yeah. what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Kind of give off this kind of creepy atmosphere that you're uncertain. So it does have that feel of a horror mm-hmm. look, even though it ain't. The uh, yeah, and the director. Sorry, the director, by the way, of the film is uh, a Mr. Elin Klimov, who is actually once, um, if I'm not mistaken, he made this when his wife had recently passed away. I I think that if I'm not mistaken, they were married and she was another major um, Soviet film director. But Mm. I feel like watching this movie and having gone in with that particular thing, like, with that in my with that in my head, I kind of felt like half of it was actually like kind of a reflection of the anguish he was probably had gone through, um, because she had recently passed. But I mean, it kind of helps. It kind of helps add that atmosphere of uh, you know sadness and uh, misery in you know an event like World War Two. Yeah, that I mean, it definitely fit fit the film for sure because that's all he felt the whole time. Yeah, not a not a fun movie. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't look like I have no, zero not, interest in watching. Not even the but, ending. I mean, yeah. But I'm sure Andrew has been dying to talk about this movie. What? I mean, it came out this year. I mean, I was going to bring it up. Of course you were. Oh, I know you were. <laughs> I'm glad you did. Thanks, man. I know you were. No, I've heard about it since then. It's weird because I've never heard about it. Yeah. I, I think you said the physical copy release that probably has brought more attention. Yeah. Yeah. Like, apparently, I mean, there was a video that I saw last year talking about the film, and he made that film back in 2018. But, yeah, 2020 was when I first found out about the film. Hmm. Okay. I think so I'm like, you found mm-hmm. out about it in a roundabout way because I don't remember if you were looking up horror movies, but it was something about. It's called a movie. How did he word it? It's it was something about like the the most scary horror movie. Scary that movie is horror. not a horror. Yes, the, the like title was called a scary like a, a a scary movie that's not even a horror movie or something like scariest that. Scariest movie or okay. Yeah, I remember you yeah. watching that on YouTube. Yeah, that's what got me into like. Interested into watching that film. Hey, Shane. Thank you. We are feeling uh, better. We're not completely back to normal yet. Um, you can't tell by the We're sound. getting there, though. The nasal congestion going on. We're, we're, we're good <laughs> enough to be on video, I guess. Yeah. But you'll you'll <laughs> decide that. <laughs> Who knows? I look. But yeah, come and see. Um, I don't know. Did it? I don't. Mike, do you, do you know if it ever came over here at that time? Because I think it was so sensitive that I don't even think it came over here. Um, like the first yeah. time. I didn't. I, I haven't um, looked up like where it would have played. I'm pretty sure it might have come to like like a certain kind of like certain theaters in America, but it most likely wasn't like a big, you know, release in the United States. Yeah. Um, if it did come to the U.S., I think it was in more kind of like a... Indie um, type theaters. Yeah, like the art house kind of... Yeah. You know, the, the hoity-toity kind of crowd where it's, you know... Yeah. 
Not to say, not to say that it's really tweaked kind of film. I know, but I know exactly what type of crowd you're talking about. And oh, I know, yeah, I yeah. know what you mean. I know the types of theaters you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But, um, and thank you. Yeah. But yeah. No, I, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Not mainstream. It wouldn't have been, you know, mainstream. Yeah. No, so definitely not. Like, uh, not at the time. Yeah. I mean, now it's kind of become a, I guess, a little bit like a cult classic because of how different it is. And I, from what I've heard from this other YouTuber, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I heard that Steven Spielberg may have gotten some ideas from that movie for his serious war films, like Saving Private Ryan and Schindler's List or something like that. It, I, I, I'm pretty sure he, cause I, I haven't, again, I haven't heard about Spielberg having seen it. It's something I need to review about or look up on like, you know, on uh, its impact but i mean since you brought up schindler's list i would say that this film actually i think had it is able to match schindler's list in its intensity with the similar with it being a film about a similar the, the Holocaust yeah. as well it was also yeah depicting mm-hmm. horrific moments during the during the holocaust schindler's list i have not seen as of yet i actually have the tapes of that I do need to watch it at some point. Pretty long movie. It's yeah. It, it, I saw it for the first time when we were playing it at the theater. Um, oh yeah, I remember when you got when you and Jr. Yeah, needed to go see that. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, we saw it, and that was the, that was my first time as well. And I have to admit, thirty minutes into the film, it was very like I could not control myself with how how powerful it was but it was it, i just could not stop crying because i was like oh my god this is yeah. a very intense movie and i see why people have been talking about this for as long as it's been around yeah yeah my mom my mom has seen it i've seen it once i just remember that it was in black and white yes and except sorry except what was there someone yeah i think there's a girl yeah. Oh, yeah. With the little girl in the red jacket. Yeah, I, I was going to say something about red. Yeah. yeah. The funny fact. I don't she remember said that. She wasn't going to watch that movie until she turned eighteen. I've been. I shared that an article about that before. Oh, really? It's many years ago, so she would have turned eighteen a long time. I'm sure. Yeah. Ago. But now we're jumping really ahead. Into yeah, the we, have jumped, <laughs> we have jumped. Okay, I'm sorry, so, Gabriel. We were talking about a it was a Russian movie called Come and See, mm-hmm. and then and then we transitioned into talking about another uh, World I War II Spielberg, movie. and then we went kind of to Schindler's List. Yeah, so we're we we're heading a um, few years oh. into the future now. Yeah. You know, what, <laughs> we gotta go back. Like we can't put up while we're talking a little graphic. Or you know what? We could we you like could make, probably make try a to share it and then ho- okay, whatever. We're sitting here trying to hash out stuff <laughs> and during a live stream. Did you pull up a top ten um, like blockbuster? Yep. So I don't know. Okay, what so do you think was number... the top one for eighty five? Let's let Corey guess because he's he's the eighties master. Yeah. Uh, okay, Corey. Here we go. I ding ding ding. Far, but, um, <laughs> it's probably something I'm not going to expect to be. Maybe um, I would hey, think the Goonies would probably be fairly high. But I could be totally wrong. Well, you do have that right. Goonies was in the top ten. Okay. Yeah. Um. But... For some reason, I just want to say something dumb like Fletch. <laughs> but, um... No wait, was that did that come out in eighty five? 
Was it 80? It might have been 80. Let me see. Yeah, no, you're right. Okay. You want me to give you a hint? Corey, you want me to give you a hint? Give me a hint. <laughs> okay, it starts with the word. Okay, the but alphabet. Time travel. It the oh, it's back to the future. <laughs> Mom, I was going to give him the alphabet. I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. Oh, my <laughs> God. Time travel. I should have known that, too. That's it. Right? Easy. Yeah, back to the I'm future. Surprised. Speaking of Steven Spielberg, I think Steven Spielberg directed that one. The first I think Zemeckis directed it, I believe. But I think Spielberg's got his fingertips on every like blockbuster from the 80s. Yeah, it's directed way. by Robert Zemeckis. You're right. Mm -hmm. yeah. But did Steven Spielberg work on it? Because I thought um, I saw his name. I think he did. Uh, That's something I need to check out as well. And who's, is that Jerry Goldsmith? I don't know who's on that score. No. I don't know. You haven't seen, Mike, you haven't seen Back to the Future yet? No, no, I have. I have. Sorry. Oh, that oh. Was, I, I forgot that actually that and um, the one that um, you also mentioned earlier, The Goonies, came out, which that one I actually was fortunately able to see when I was younger. Yeah. Ah, nice. Because I recently saw The Goonies. You're welcome. Time. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. they, when, yeah, when he came down, he brought um, Goonies. Um, I, yeah, uh, so which one will we talk about real fast? Back to the Future or Goonies? I think we're starting with Back to the Future. Yeah. Um, the most popular one. Um, right. Yeah, I, I mean, I liked it. I don't think it's my favorite, but I do like the time travel aspect of it. The fact that he's messing up. Okay, I don't want to say too much if people haven't seen it yet. Listen, yeah, it's time travel. It's yeah, an easy movie to spoil, I guess, but who's not seen Back to the Future? It's been 30 years, I've 35. I've definitely seen it. It's yeah. actually oh, not my yeah. favorite. I like time travel, but I'm not crazy about Back to the Future. I don't yeah, even know I, it's time I, travel. <laughs> yeah, I was never crazy about it either for some reason, but I've liked it more over the years. But I know people love, like, this is all the way, like, this is at the top of everybody's list as far as 80s movies. It seems yeah. like this one is always way up there. Oh, um, yeah, I, heard it I forgot with, about this movie. Sorry, tangent, but Pell Ryder, I forgot that came out in 85. We're going to get distracted, you guys. Yeah, we are. So Back to the Future, Back to the Future, <laughs> a movie that does time travel pretty well, I would say. Yeah, and, um, it was clever. We well, got you a know weird Crispin Glover. And that Eric Stoltz was originally Marty McFly. I did not. Uh -uh. Oh, yeah. Really? In, in fact, they filmed, they either filmed a good portion of it. Oh, yeah. Or like almost all of it with him. And then they had to redo it with Michael J. Fox. <clears throat> I think yeah, it I worked. Yeah. I do remember that. Oh. But yeah. Um, I did not know about Eric Stoltz having been in it. Yeah. I, I knew that a few years either. ago. But actually, and if you go and look on YouTube, there are clips of him in the part before he was replaced. Yeah. Wow. So that's weird, I, you know, to see that. <laughs> that is yeah. I'm surprised you didn't know that, Corey. Corey I did not. You You're so You would think. Yeah. Well, I mean, he said it's not his favorite, so that would okay, make fair point. complete sense. I've not he... done a ton of research on this one. I know, um, <laughs> like I said, I think this was one of Reagan's favorite movies, from what I heard. Um, I really? Really? I yeah. thought it was E.T. Because I thought E.T. played. Um, I don't know. Yes, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Actually, that was, that, you? that was Tim Burton's directorial debut, I guess. Yes, hmm. it is. 
I yes. didn't know uh, that. Um. Wow. So the I yeah now the the other film that that I saw this mm-hmm. year's Goonies, which actually is on uh, number nine blockbuster. Is it nine? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. According to Wikipedia, anyway. Um. Yeah. That. Uh, obviously, Steven Spielberg had a hand on that one. You could just tell. I feel like with Steven Spielberg, he kind of let when it comes to kid movies, he kind of just lets them be free with their acting because you could tell. Just yeah, because we watched it the other day and like we were talking, it seems like so. I would say this is, I guess, technically a kids movie. But it's also for adults. But if you look, like the way these kids talk, it seems like there's definitely more adult interactions within the kids themselves than like any movie today. I mean, yeah. we're Corey Feldman saying stuff about like heroin and speed yeah. in one cabinet. Yeah. You know, it's just yeah. um, sexual torture devices in the the attic. Oh, yeah. This is a kid. This is he's what <laughs> nine in this movie. I can't remember, but um, yeah, that was funny. I remember seeing that. Sorry. Yeah, but no, it's just like the little um, statue, the penis falling off. It's just a lot more adult. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I think it was a technically a kids' movie. You know, it's just I don't that know. That would not be considered a kids' movie today. No, that, that's, like, no. that's got to have been like because I think what a year prior. That's when they came out with like the PG thirteen right. reading with uh, Red Bone, and then yeah. it's like yeah, like what they kind of well, transitioned it into. PG thirteen originated with the Temple, Temple of Doom, Temple and Gremlins, and oh, yeah. okay, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. Speaking of, this no, is totally, okay. yeah. do what? No, I was go just ahead. gonna say this was a little thing about Back to the Future. I believe Back to the Future and Gremlins were both shot at the same location. If you notice, like the square, like the town square, it looks exactly the same. Because we watched Gremlins the other night, it looks exactly the same. So I'm guessing it's at Universal. Oh, Gremlin! You said Gremlins and Goonies were shot in the same location. Oh no, Gremlins and Back to the Future. If you look Gremlins at the, towns, the Future, okay. if you look at the town square, it oh. looks exactly the same. Either okay. way, getting that out That's of the interesting. way. Well, I mean, hey, Steven Spielberg was—he was a busy man in the eighties. <laughs> Let's just say, listen, he had Indiana Jones. He had the Indiana Jones films. He had the Goonies. He had ET. He had Poltergeist. Um, what, what, what else? Back to the Future, mm-hmm. and many more down, and, and the Empire of the Sun. I mean, he, yeah, he really busy. Yeah, he's everywhere. But, <laughs> he's everywhere. Um, but yeah, I, I like the Goonies. I do think when it comes to Steven Spielberg's, like when he directs things, it seems like he could really bring out something magical to his films back in the eighties with the kids, at least, just. Let yeah. them act. Let them do. Let them do whatever instead of kind of having a strict cozy. way of doing things. He kind of just for cozy. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like his atmosphere was cozy enough for kid. For the I mean, kids. all of all of his films checked all the boxes. Yeah. You no, know, um, they were family family friendly for the most part. They had some horror. They had action. It's like they had everything you'd want in a Comedy. great blockbuster movie. Comedy. Um, and they were also kind of relatable, even though they might have, the characters were relatable, even though maybe the story itself wasn't, but the characters seemed to always kind of be relatable. Yeah. I mean, that's, I guess you could say his characters and, and his stories you can relate to. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just, it was always something you would want to go and do. Like, you'd want to be one of those Goonies going off. The kids were normal, but that, you know, that's just a ex- crazy adventure that probably wouldn't happen to one of us. Let's let's face it. Yeah, our life well, is kind of... <laughs> that was kind of a popular, like, style of story in, uh, in, in throughout the 80s, right? Yeah. Where it was, like, the adventurous group of kids kind of, yeah, yeah I, I feel like it kind of fit in with what was you know, in vogue at the time. For yeah. sure. And yeah. Stephen, I think Stephen was just a master of kind of encapsulating that feel. Yeah. In his, in oh, yeah. Movies. I mean, I, I'm sorry, but I, I'm just, I just keep having mental flashbacks of Josh Brolin going, going down the hill in that little tricycle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. He, he's like the little, um, the little saw puppet, like a puppet saw on a tricycle. <laughs> With, with like the training wheels, yeah. training wheels, yeah, and, like, right. they break off, and then he's like holding on to the convertible right next to. <laughs> I mean, do they not realize that's Thanos? You don't mess with him. I'll, I'll be right back. Sorry. Okay, right. No, you're fine. Yeah, I was, I was saying, you know, with the punk that did what he did in the in the scene, I'm like, this is probably why he snapped. <laughs> that's what it was. You know, it's what it was. It was that's that that kid. helped it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't know why, um, but the now, mom, have you heard of this film Out of Africa? Mm-hmm. Okay, what is that one Robert about? Actually, Robert Redford and Meryl Streep, and I saw it once, and I have zero desire to see it again. And I didn't enjoy it when I watched it. It it was kind of a big deal at the time. I don't even remember if it was based on a true story, but it's exactly the type of movie I don't care I about. I think it. Was the Oscar winner, but I've heard it's not really a worthy Oscar winner. Really? I've seen it once. Somehow I liked it, but it, I feel like if I go back, I won't like it for some reason. It was uh, fifth place. Is it just me? Yeah, that, that's a big game right now. Oh, is it a big game? I haven't even it's been playoff. Uh, yeah, year. it's a playoff game. So whoever. Okay, well, I'm pulling for the Steelers. So, not that I really have much invested in it yeah. at all. Cleveland's but, not won in a long time, now. but yeah. Either way, um, what, what yeah, out of were? out of Africa um, was fifth place. Um, high grossing films of '85. Yeah, and I, I remember. Uh, yeah, I actually. Um, you know what surprises me is that First Blood Part Two came in at number two. Yeah, and and another another film of his another film of his was Rocky. Rocky Four. Now, two films of his made it in. I remember Rocky Ford. That was pretty significant because this came, it came out in 85 and it was the height of the Cold War. The Russian dude, you know, and he killed Apollo Creed. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Sorry, I just, y'all brought up Rocky Ford. I had to, I just, nice. <laughs> well, I mean, I remember it was, it, I just remember um, the, uh, the, the, watching the music video of that, of that uh, movie. And yeah. I don't remember, was it, was it James, James Brown? I don't remember. Some sort of music video, um, but I, I just remembered that, and I don't know if that's the first Rocky movie I, I, I actually saw, and maybe just paid attention to it because of the situation, you know, Cold War, Russia versus U.S. in the boxing right. ring, you know. So, yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's two two Sylvester Stallones, and that was number three, right, Arturo? Um, Rocky, well, yeah, number three, number two was Rambo: First Blood, yeah. Part Two. Huh. Those were that Rocky Four is definitely the most. Well, either Rocky Four or Three is the most '80s Rocky yes. of all the Rockies. Yes. I, it's tough. Three's pretty '80s also, but 
Yeah, that I was the one with Mr. T, Clubber Lang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's um, Tim. Hey, Tim. Clue. Hey, Tim. Watching oh, Clue. Yeah, oh, yeah. Clue, Clue. was 85. I yeah. Clue? Yeah, Clue. Um, you would probably like that movie, actually. We don't that's get enough of Tim movie, Curry. Right? We yeah. get not enough of Tim Curry. No. Tim Curry, yeah. <laughs> And it's based on the board game, so there you go. Yeah, yep. that's what I was thinking. Like, is that from that board game? Yeah, yes. and it's comedic. It's, uh, comedic. it's Tim Curry as the butler. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love that quote. There. If he dies, was, he dies. He dies. Was, he dies. Uh, yeah. Speaking of him, was Legend <laughs> the same year? With him, uh, who? I'm still looking like at the uh, box office. Wait, with who? Wasn't Tim Curry in Legend? I've not seen it. I think uh, he was. Yeah. yeah. He was the devil, I think. Yeah, I think he was the devil. You know, I, I have never seen, seen that movie all the way through, I don't think, ever. Right. Yeah. That's more with Tom Cruise, right? Right, yeah. Um, yeah, he my, was in it. Was yeah. it 85? Yes, it was. Yeah. What about Jewel of the Nile? That, made that it was the book. second Romancing the Stone. That was the Oh, that was the second one? Yeah. Okay, that was the one that you didn't care for that much. It's not as good as the first one. Okay, because it made it seventh place. Yeah, I know. Uh, I saw that on the list. Yeah, in uh, uh, in, in in Creed, in Witness, Creed two. What about Witness? oh Witness was out in in uh, eighty five. Yeah. Oh wait, is that Harris? Is that that's a Harrison Ford movie? Oh, yes. I know what. Yeah, I have heard that about the, the one where he's in the Amish community, right? Yes. Oh, that's Timothy. Yeah, that's yeah. Timothy. I I remember you watching it sometimes, Mom. I've never seen that film. To be honest, that was a that was a it was a good movie. Um, what film are we talking about? Witness. Witness. Have Witness. you seen that, Corey? It's been a while, but yeah, I've seen it. It, it was good. That that had that guy in it that was in Die Hard, the one I was telling you about. His right. Ad story. Um, right. He played an Amish guy that time. Wait, wait. In oh. Die Hard, the the first one. Okay, so maybe you don't know this story, Mike. Um, the guy who played in the first Die Hard is one of the henchmen. Yeah. Uh, guy with blonde, shoulder length hair. Oh yeah. And he also played in Witness. He was one of the uh, Amish people that in the area there, he played in both those films. And I had found out a few years ago, I found out this terribly sad story of his that he, if I remember correctly, he used to be a dancer in Russia because he's Russian. Okay. And his wife. And <clears throat> he wanted to defect because Russia was awful back then. Right. And right. he wanted to get away. And he somehow managed to get away first. And his wife was about ready to get away. And she was on this plane. And it was about to take off. And the Russian authorities found out what was up. And they stopped the plane and kept her there. And she never made it out. Oh, no. And he lived the rest of his life without her. You know, because I guess once he escaped, he knew if he went back, well, you know. So right. he didn't. And I think... And he, I think he ended up dying of, I want to say, um, it might have been um, alcoholism. Maybe he had cirrhosis or he drank himself to death or see something. He had a tragic, he died too young. And I can't help but think it was probably because he was just tormented. The whole, re the whole rest of his life of freedom, he was tormented because he wasn't with his love. Well, I mean, that, that, that would be sense, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, that, 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 that can happen to you. I think of that every yeah, time right. I see him and it makes me sad, you know, like when I see him in Die Hard and I can't take him seriously as a, as a bad guy anymore because I just think about his sad story and I'm like, you, you poor guy. That is pretty <laughs> sad. Did they ever, does anybody ever know what happened to his wife or is I she? Do, I do not remember, honestly. Um, I know that it was something I read about, but I don't remember what happened to his wife. So, gotcha. yeah, hmm. but now that makes me curious to go and and uh, try to look it up just to refresh my memory. So that that was depressing. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. I don't like, I don't like to, to bring down the mood, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is supposed to be a bright, 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 bright. Oh period. yeah, someone said here his wife would have been. Yeah, I. Yeah. No telling what the heck they did to her. So. Um, yeah, really uh, still on the high uh, grossing films, Mom, have you ever heard of Spies Like Us? Yes, that's Dan Aykroyd, and was that, you must like that movie. Was oh, that yes. Eddie Murphy or Dan Aykroyd? And... Yeah, I've not seen that one. Oh. It's uh, Chevy Chase, I think. Maybe, I honestly it's don't one, um, You might be right, Chevy Chase. I, I don't know. I've not seen that one. Because uh, I remember... I remember Dan Aykroyd. Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, I've seen it. Is it any comedy classic right there? It's so a, did oh, my did my favorite movie make the top ten? Um, you know what? Surprisingly, it did not, Corey. Mm, okay, I, I could see that. Um, so and it's kind of like a niched sort of ish. Sort of, but I feel like Teenage. it's extremely extremely popular at this point. It is. Which one was the it? Breakfast, the Breakfast Club is probably. I like the Goonies a lot, but mm -hmm. I'm really into the 80s, and The Breakfast mm -hmm. Club, Club is probably the most 80s the most movie 80s. of these movies. So it's very 80s. Um, yeah. It's probably why I like it a lot. It happens to be my dad's favorite movie, too. What, the Breakfast Club? Breakfast Club? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's very... Um, yeah, I could see where it wouldn't do crazy at the box office. It's more of like a coming of age. It's not like a blockbuster yeah. movie, but yeah. So, Spy um, Like Us was number ten. Then there was number four was the, the color, color purple. purple. That yeah. one was Goldberg, Dan Aykroyd, Oprah Winfrey. I've that seen it. Spielberg. Once. That was Spielberg. That's right. That what's was. It, oh wait, what's it about? It's a, um, gosh, did she, was she, had she been a slave or did she live on a, like a farm or she was in an abusive relationship, yeah, marriage yeah. with Danny Glover. I think that was the first time I ever saw, that's funny because he was in Witness. Mm -hmm. Really? I, yeah. Danny Glover was in Witness. He was a bad guy in Witness. Oh, wow. Yeah, and he was also, you know, bad in the color purple. He was an abusive husband. Danny Glover, wow. Yeah. Oh, he's I playing think that's the first time I've seen him. So, yeah, I, I wasn't crazy about it, but I'm not crazy about character dramas. So, that's nothing unusual that, for me. Uh, that, that might have won some Oscars. That might have won I think the it Oscars. Let me see. Like something um, like 9 or 11 or something crazy. Number six was... But I uh, thought Africa won. I could be wrong. Well, wait a second. It says here it was nominated for 11. Right, nominated. Including okay. Best Picture, Best Actress, 
and Best Supporting Actress, but it failed to win any of them. Mm. That surprises me, actually. Yeah. Because it it ticked all the check boxes for what the Academy deems a worthy film. So that's um, right. kind of. But I guess Out of Africa was a um, favorite. Number seven, <laughs> no, number six was Cocoon. Oh, Cocoon. Cocoon. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. That must, it's an alien movie, I think. My dad and I actually watched that um, a few years back. Is, yeah, I've never seen that one. It's interesting. Um, definitely not like a conventional, like, alien type of movie. Mm hmm. It's uh, uh, like it's definitely meant to be more feel good, you know, uplifting, which is you know, it's, that's right. good in the movie. But um, I think if I'm not mistaken, it's about like three elderly men, and like they find a they break into like a pool, like a pool in someone's backyard or something, uh -huh. and they go swimming in it. And apparently, in this pool, there's like a pod. Mm -hmm. um, that allows them to, despite being like the age that they are, they have like they're, they still have like the strength of when they were younger. So it's kind of like a healing, kind of regenerative kind of thing. Sounds interesting. Okay. It's an interesting story, interesting movie. I did not like the ending though. Uh, we'll leave it at that. Remember. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> But now it makes me skeptical. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly don't remember yeah. much about this movie, except it was something about older people turning younger. That's all I remember. Yeah, uh, Cocoon. It was like, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, this, let's, let's see. What is this? Fan, 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 Fanango? What? Film what? called Fanango or something like that. Wait, what are you, are you looking at? The I'm looking now at like the list of films that came out. Oh, how about we just talk about one of the greatest horror movies of all time and Fright Night? Can we just let's oh, just talk oh, about that? Yeah. 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 yeah, that was 85, huh? Wow, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I think right. you are. Um, let, let me address this. He mentioned Sally Field being in the color purple, she, she wasn't in the and then I thought maybe he was just making a joke or being funny, but. I don't know. Oh, you might be con. Actually, no, I don't know what you would be confusing that with. Um, she was in a a movie about where she started a labor union. I don't know if that, but that had nothing to do with cotton, so I don't know. <laughs> okay. But Fright uh, Night. Yeah. Fright Mom, Night. do you want to explain your story of how you first watched that back in the 80s? I even told the actor. <laughs> yeah, you oh, Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I just, I, I was at a, a friend's birthday party in the neighborhood and I happened, I was getting sick with a stomach virus and they, we were also watching it at the birthday party and I, that also, I was also throwing up. So I have a correlation of stomach virus to Friday. Oh. <laughs> but I had told Chris Rennan that that was the first time I, that I saw him, but that's not true. I actually had forgotten that when I was about four or five years old, my parents went to go see the movie Lipstick in the theater with me. And it was a highly inappropriate film to be taking a young child to, but I just remembered because it had the two, it had the two Hemingway yeah. sisters in it, and he played a rapist in there. 
<clears throat> and he raped the teenager, the little young girl. He raped her. And the only thing I remember, there's two things I remember from that movie. One was that something very bad had happened to her, and it had been him that did it, but I didn't understand what it was because I was real young. Oh, it's a good thing you were four years old when you saw it. Yeah, but I knew, I could intuitively tell he had done something very bad to her. And then the other, the last thing I remember from it was that when her sister took revenge on him, it was in a parking lot. She shot him in the car as he was driving by and made the car flip over and killed him. And then she gets taken away to jail. That's what I, so that was actually my first exposure to Chris Sarandon. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> right. And you said which movie was this? This was called Lipstick. Lipstick. Yeah. So anyways. Yeah, right. So <laughs> Fright Night. Back to Fright Night. I much prefer that one. I love that um, movie. It's yeah, like, it's pretty eighties, that's for sure. Great soundtrack though, right? Very fun, oh, very goodness. easy to watch. Oh yeah. It's very it's just awesome. It's just eighties. It's um yeah, the cozy eighties, let's just say I just, so cool Brewster. <laughs> <laughs> and I like the whole concept of like the movie host being um i don't oh peter vincent like yes. in the movie yeah and like, having to help the kids out it's played like a Bob Bob Burnett, sort of, what played by roddy mcdowell right i was gonna say it's like if joe bob briggs had to like come out of hosting movies to help <laughs> his kid um but yeah just i miss movie hosts i guess you know Good night, Shane. thanks for thanks for uh stopping by hope you can get some rest Oh, is he the one that has the um, insomnia? Yeah. Oh. yeah, he needs yeah. to. He needs to try CBD oil. I think you mentioned that to him one time before. I mentioned him. Mentioned it to him twice. Okay, <laughs> this makes the third time. Three times oh. a lady. Mm. So yeah, what was really fun about um, um, Fright Night to me, in large part, was Roddy McDowell's character. Mm-hmm. He was so much fun. You mean the funny kid? No. Or the, the TV. Uh, yeah. Oh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were all good. I liked all of them for the yeah. most. Um, hmm. Yeah. Like you said, great soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Very 80s. Um, just very fun, like late night movie. Not as good as The Lost Boys. No. But we're not going to get there yet. No, we have two more years, years to go. go. We're not there yet. What's there's no better be there. <laughs> there's no better vampire than Kiefer Sutherland. I'm sorry, but I'm going to listen to it. No, that's a uh, Look, he's like. <laughs> 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 Which Chris Sarandon was a good vampire. Very complete. Yeah, he was. He was actually a very good choice for that because he was. He had that that dark, sexy, scary, magnetic yeah. type look about him. You know, and and it was frightening. And then when he showed his real self, that was like, holy crap, he's not playing around. He's scary looking. But yes, that was scary. Absolutely, Keeper. I know. I know. Yeah, we did a whole collab discussion on the Lost Boys, Mike. Good. Too bad he didn't join the Well, it was a review. It was a review for it. Yeah. Uh, I still right, have yet to edit. Talking about this movie for like an hour now. <laughs> we will get down this rabbit hole and yeah, well, we'll, we'll get to eighty-seven eventually. Let's, we'll, but we got to save that for another day. Yeah, I'm We're in right now. We're in the year eighty-five. There, sorry guys, sorry all. No, we no, want. It's to. okay. We do that all the time. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, we, we did jump the gun for 93 when we were bringing up Schindler's List. Exactly. Yeah, we jumped decades. We jumped we from the tractor. It's bad. I mean, mom, you jumped back to like, didn't lipstick come out in the 70s? Back to the 70s. Yeah, you jumped like. Oh, well, it related okay. to the story, though. It's related to Chris Arandon. Yeah. Related. From 85. So. Prime continuity. <laughs> um, mom, but did yeah. you ever see Teen Wolf? Because oh, that, yeah, came teen, out, yes. that came out in 85. That's another. Uh, Nowhere near as good as Fright Night. Hey, but. Michael Michael J. Fox, was he in the first Teen Wolf, right? And Jason right. Bateman was the second one, right? Right. I saw well, that. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, the only thing I know about Teen Wolf was the, the urban legend about when they were filming it. What was that? So, and... So apparently when they were filming, it's towards the end of the movie. And I think this might've been Teen Wolf, but um, there's like a panning shot of like the, um, uh, the crowd and like the, in the, in the high school basketball. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah. The gymnasium and everyone's like cheering. And apparently if you look closely, one of the extras decided to go a little too far and actually dropped his pants. Oh. Oh. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I'm looking for that next time. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to find that, that frame. <laughs> That's, yeah, I was watching on like VH1 or something. Like, That's funny. When I was a kid, I was like, that happened? I believe it. Yeah, I would too. That's funny. Okay. There, there have been weird, yeah, there have been weird like things where you see some... Um, extra do something really like crazy well even in animation you know the rescuers oh goodness yeah that was bizarre yes indeed it was what were the animators thinking we don't apparently he was thinking they get fired or something right do what might have I think like the the little friend that they slipped in there is that I think he was being fired. So he's like, you know what? Wait, yeah, I might yeah. yeah, I think I have heard some sort of story of why it did happen. Right. Yeah. Um, there was something here called the Return of the of the Living Dead. Oh, okay. Yes. Not seen that one. I've seen pieces of it. It's a fun comedy. Or no, I shouldn't say comedy, um zombie <laughs> horror comedy. Well, yeah, it is comedic. You know, it's been playing before, but I, 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 there have been so many different Living Dead type movies that have played. So I don't remember is, what the theme of this one was. Isn't um, Day of the Dead? Is that also eighty five? Day of the Dead. Um, what? When would that have come out? What oh, month? Vampire Hunter D was eighty five. Early, that. late spring. Yeah, you're right. Day of the Dead. Right, okay. And you said Return of the Dead also, were we talking about? Return of the Living Dead. Return of the Living Dead, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they both came out the same year. Another thing that most people know. Oh, Remo Williams came out. Sorry, I'm getting distracted by this list of all these. There's a guy. Who's got that hamster in their pocket again? I don't know who that is. Somebody's got a little hamster. Is it? Is Chibi? They want to know. Like a little. No, at my, I wonder if it's. You know, I haven't even. I haven't even put the, my earplugs in. I realized I forgot to bring them. Well, some. It does sound like someone's like. Well, Matthew Rice. Might what do you Matthew. have to say about this? 
It might be my leg. I am uh, uh, twitching it up and down. Oh, yeah. Does your, does your leg have something that it would like to say? <laughs> what? I don't know. I don't, I don't think it always... <laughs> I don't we think don't it's always die. Matt Rice. I think it's always coming from something technical. One of no, our mics. No, he said it was his. His yeah. leg was probably bouncing something. It did sound like some sort of rhythmic sort of. But you know, we would always remember the last time we did one that was like this cow sound, sort of. Yeah, remember was... a chicken or something? I don't know. Can't sound like chicken. That sounds like. That sounds like uh, someone playing a prank or something. I don't know <laughs> what. <laughs> Well, we didn't know where it was coming from. Live on an Amish farm. Oh, <laughs> it's been right standing all my life living in right Amish paradise. Here's Coco. It, oh. That's actually funny because the night that happened, my brother was actually making chicken. So. Oh. <laughs> like, like he was. Killing. No, not not live chicken, but we actually were having chicken. So I just thought it was funny. Oh, roast <laughs> chicken alive. That's probably where we were hearing it. Um, there was a Godzilla 1985 film. Though. Yes, I. Not seen it. Yeah, I don't. I don't um, I, another one I've not seen, but I'm, I think somebody said a Morton Joe earlier. So Beyond Thunderdome was 85. Yes. Yeah, said um, Beyond Thunderdome. Okay, and I, I saw that and I forgot to address it. Yeah. I've not seen. That's the only one I've not seen. I've seen one, two, and four. If you say four, but I've not seen three. Thunderdome is so good. You've got Tina Turner as I, the, okay. yes. I, the song. Come on, the song. I have seen bits of it. I know the song. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> Settle down. See Settle. now. I want to go watch the music video. <laughs> I want to listen uh, to the song. The song is amazing. Oh, yeah, the Chuck song. Norris film, Invasion USA. Chuck yeah. Norris. <laughs> wow, I don't remember. I probably saw it, but it's probably like many Crazy of his movies. Poster. Have you seen the poster? I'm the looking at the it's like him, right like, it, It's like him with all of denim, like a denim vest, oh, denim God. pants, like two Uzis, just like pointing out this way, and like behind him's like the White House, and just yeah, it's the most eighties cover yeah. art. Oh yes, what? it's right. great. It's beautiful. It it's beautiful. It's, it's like the Sistine Chapel of VHS art. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have oh, a copy wow. of it in your little video store? It's over here. Yes, I He's do. Got I, it. I'd have to pull it out, but yeah, it's amazing. Um, By the way, Mom, I think one that we would agree, probably really good action film besides, you know, Chuck Norris, Commando. Oh, yes. yes. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, right. I was going to mention that and I forgot too. I get to, there's so many great films, you guys. Remo Williams, Commando. Yeah, I mean, let's talk yeah. about Commando. I mean, oh, come my on. God. Oh, Commando. So. <laughs> To me, like Commando, Terminator 2, okay, obviously that's his best movie. But it's like, if you just want to sit down, turn your brain off, and watch an Arnold movie, this is the best one to watch. Yeah. It, it just, it's not his best movie. You, no. you negotiate? Wrong. But it's, it's it, has, it has his best one-liner. Oh, which, which one? one? Which it's one? The one yeah. It's the one, one where he's on the plane. Oh. And like, he just knocks out a henchman who's sitting there. Oh, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was yeah, yeah. Would you give me a... Oh, was it? Could you give my buddy here a uh, pillow and a blanket? 
He's dead tired. Yeah, he's dead tired. <laughs> when they said those to kill you last. That's the bastard. I lied. Yeah. I lied. What happened to him? I let them that go. Was, that was a fun. That was a fun show. So, um, interesting. The guy who played the bad guy in Commando, he was in that movie Fear of the Woods that I interviewed that director, uh, the director of Fear of the Woods. Yeah, um, you talk, worked with, it, with him. Vernon Wells is his name. And yeah, they have to be I, personal friends with each other. Yeah, so, I saw your interview with that director, and I'm trying to think which actor was he. The one that he. Or, or stuck to the wall, I think. He was the main bad guy. He was Bennett. Okay. He was the one that used to work with with Arnold. He also played right. in Mad Max, the first. Was Mad well, Max was he in Thunderdome or no? He would have. Oh, he I don't was remember the Mohawk he... guy. In right, the, you have Mad the movies. chainmail. I never saw Mad Max, so I don't know. But he had a red Mohawk. Yeah, no, no, no. Guy in there. And he was also in Commando. Now, Commando was the only thing I really paid attention to him. He's also in something else from 85. <clears throat> Weird Science. Anybody? Oh, that's right. <laughs> I, I forgot yeah. who he was. I only saw that movie once. Yeah, he's like one of those biker guys at the end. Of course, I he's the of that movie. Good movie. John Hughes. Can we just, just a great like coming of age director. But this and Breakfast Club, same year. Um, have any of you guys seen To Live and Die in L.A.? Oh, yeah. I've seen pieces of that. I've seen I, that. That's I William Defoe, right? And uh, Yes. Um, the, oh, gosh. He wasn't he in play, my... He used to play in NCIS. Was he like in Manhunter? Like the, yes. Uh, I don't remember that. his name. William... Hunter, William... No, Will, I know who you're talking about. I can't remember his name. William Defoe? No, no, it's another William. Um, oh, I remember that. You know why I remember that movie? Because I remember what happened to his character. I don't. Not so. character, but the other guy's character. And I remember it was surprising. And there were other scenes in there that I saw that were like, oh, okay. And, Spoiler! Um, I'm just telling you, just this is why it's stuck in my head. And that's why that I paid attention to him as an actor. That's the first movie I saw him in. And then he was in um, the Hannibal Lecter movie, uh, Manhunter. Right. Um, he was the main detective guy. I think that that's one. next year. 86? I think so. Okay. When did um, the, monster, the, monster, the Monster Squad was 87, right? Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure it was 87. 87. Forget that. Yeah. Now, There's, does anybody have any other film that came out in 85? Because um, I there's can't. one that I've not seen. It's called After Hours. I might have talked to you about this. It's like a Scorsese movie, but it's supposed to be pretty funny and just very underrated. I think I I've mentioned it before. I actually think I saw that, but I don't remember much. Yeah, I've it. not seen it. Something I want to see. But. Oh, American Ninja came out in 85. I used to love that movie. <laughs> really? Yes. American um, Ninja. I've seen that. Is yeah. it any good? Because I don't think I'm, I don't even think. Well, of... if I were to watch it now, I would probably say no, it's not that great. But at the time, <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> well, because you lived in that period well, of time. Well, also I was a teenager at the time, so yeah, of the age. Yeah. Impressed, impressed by what I saw than I would be now. I'm much more critical now. Right. I'm only like finally getting to the age where I'm realizing how things are a little bit. 
I'm going to be curious you know, to see if the critical drinker ever ends up watching that, like I suggested to him. We'll Remo. Yeah, Remo Williams. Remo. That was a fun, fun movie. Wait, what was this, Mom? Remo Williams. You've seen me. You've seen me watch it before, but uh, we first saw it in the '80s, and that was just. It didn't do all that great at the box office. It doesn't have the best reviews, but it is right. just your typical fun '80s action type film. I think is this from? Is so this it's from Got it. It's what? Is it? I said, so it's a masterpiece. A great '80s action movie. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen it, Mike? No, I actually I don't think I've even heard of Remo Williams. Yeah, I haven't heard of it actually. Oh. Is is that on a streaming service? It's not on like Shutter or something, is it? No, because it's not a horror. Yeah, I didn't think it was. So um, I don't let me look and see. I I don't know, but it plays a lot on Pluto TV. It might be put out by like one of these boutique like companies that put out like cult um, physical media. That might be where I've seen it. I'm putting uh, it on my list of recommendations. Amazon like, and Voodoo. It looks like those are the only two that show. Uh, okay. let, let it, it might, it's probably just in some like physical no, media company. It's that not available on um, on Amazon Prime anymore. It doesn't look like. Now, see, it's got some really great ratings from from viewers on Amazon Prime. They've given it five stars. But, of course, critical, you know, the critical uh, right. reviewers, they, they weren't crazy about this. Wilfred Brimley was in it. Yes, the other ah, guy. Yes, he was. I he was have like, to watch it. The before he was. Yeah, that was the first time I saw him actually, and so I never forgot him after I saw that. He played the guy. He was sort of I can't remember the guy's name. Who Fred? What's the guy's name who plays in Remo Williams? Fred Ward. Fred Ward. Oh, him, I know him. And Joel Gray, who is actually Jennifer Gray's father, Jennifer Gray from Dirty Dancing. Okay. Um, he plays an Asian guy in there, <laughs> so you'd never recognize him at all because <laughs> he's all made up, you know. But he's kind of like this mentor. So Fred Ward is a cop, and he gets killed, uh, basically. They where they think you know, and his face is all messed up, so they give him a new face, and then he goes into this training type um, sort of program where uh, Joel Gray is his mentor teacher, teaches him all this kung fu type of crazy, you know, acrobatic sort of fighting and all this stuff. And, huh. uh, and it involves like some military, uh, military something that's going on. And it's just, it's just a lot of fun. Hmm. Yeah. I, I really I, do think you would um, like Totally. Yes. Yes. The same guy from Trimmers. Exactly. And that's the, yeah. that's the very first time I ever saw Fred Ward also. That's right. I remember That's the first time I've probably seen him too. I guess yeah. we need to watch it at some point then because I don't I've never seen it, I don't think. It's fun. I think you'll like it. I think both of you guys. If you like those types of, you know, the typical eighties <laughs> films. Yeah, Red Sonia, I had forgotten that was eighty five as well. That was sort of to try to capitalize on the Conan um movies. You mean Conan the Barbarian or <laughs> Yes. Now my brother did a cover for Red Sonia. That character Arturo is the cover that he drew. Which the one? Red Sonia cover. Really? Yeah, the Red Sonia. My brother did a Red Sonia cover recently. Um, I can't remember the, the the name of the book it's attached to. But uh, yes, yes, I talked about that in some of my videos. How he was, he drew her, and he he drew this. You know, and she's like, you know how Red Sonia is, right? Right. Okay. Like the. Like a barbarian warrior. Barbarian woman, but you know, she's very, you know, 
feminine and all this stuff. And so he drew her and in, in to for her butt. <laughs> yeah, this like little that. tiny triangle of chain like chains. Like but they, they made him make it bigger because it was it wasn't big enough. <laughs> Oh, he made it bigger to cover more of her behind. But then he said to compensate, I made it bloodier. I had blood dripping off her sword and blood dripping off the head that she's holding. Nice. <laughs> I'll, I'll nice. see if I can find it and I'll, I'll pull it up for you to check out. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry, Arturo. You, had you keep doing that. that. Okay, I'm going to let you do it, okay? I'm going to go look yes, for Matt's red Thank you very party. much. I have the ring now. <laughs> Um, I can't. Think, <laughs> I I don't. I can't think of any other movie that came out in '85. Uh, there, there's um, one back to Chuck Norris. I think this was this year. Um, Lone Wolf McQuaid. I, I'm uh, yeah. pretty sure it's '85. But th this this was my favorite Chuck Norris movie growing up, by far that I can think of. Um, you might have to look that up to make sure it's '85 though. Wasn't there a third one as well? Like a third. Chuck Norris film from 85? Oh, God, there probably is. <laughs> I feel like... He was in a lot of films. In the, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Story. What was oh. the what was the one that you mentioned? Was Lone Wolf McQuaid. Lone Wolf. That one's definitely my favorite. I don't even remember what that's about, but I know I've seen oh, it. Oh, my... Corey, you're in... jumping back like oh, earlier, 83. Oh, in did the, we already talk about it? Maybe we already talked about I it. I think we did bring it up before. Um, in the private chat, I put up a link to a picture of Matt's Red Sonja cover. Okay. Someone is apparently selling selling one of their copies on eBay, but oh, that's yeah, the this cover one. that he drew. Nice. If you go yeah. check it out. <laughs> and you see what I mean about the, the bloody knife and the blood on her arm? And Right. So he did that because he, he had to make more chains to cover her back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. What, I see what you mean now. Yeah, I yeah. love the details. Very, very detailed. <laughs> yeah, not, not like that. Not like that. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> um, but wasn't there? Wasn't there another? Um, uh, what's it called? Chuck Norris movie that came out in '85 called like Delta Force. Oh, was that right, a I remember uh, Delta Force. Let me see. Delta Force. Let me. Let no, me that doesn't show up. I don't know if that, that was five. Probably okay, like six. Code of Silence. Oh Silent. yeah, we're we're jumping a year now. At oh whoops. Well, I, I'm in. I'm on the 85 page, and I'm just doing a search for Chuck Norris. So there's Code of Silence. Uh huh. And Invasion USA. That's 85. Yeah. Missing in Action. Two. Oh, Missing in Action. I forgot about those. Missing in Action Two. So, yes, he was in three movies that year. He had three that came out. But it wasn't oh, three. Well, I do it like wasn't. it, Major Payne. I, I did a reaction review video to uh, some other channel highlighting Matt's Red Sonja um, artwork. That's a tangent. Sorry, I was just talking to Major <laughs> <Payne>. <laughs> Um Well, what about... We could discuss, like, Joe's that started in 85. There was... Um, Thundercat started in '85, um, and then obviously, Mom. We discussed this today. MacGyver. MacGyver, yes. I had forgotten was, that started um, in '85. Was eighteen '85? I remember we talked about it, but I didn't remember what year it came I think out. That was '83. I think it was still going in '85. Magnum, of course, was still going in '85. Mag, yeah. You gotta bring that up. 
obviously there were some animes here and there. Uh, Gundam is probably the one that I can say that's more interesting, but it's being here and oh, there. Oh, you guys, we forgot all about Silver Bullet. Oh, did that come out in 85? What's wrong with us? Yes. I actually haven't seen it. Ooh. Ooh. Mine. Uh -oh. um, I know, I know. Same. If you like <laughs> 80s horror that's not like that bad, this is one to watch. I like I like 80s horror that is bad and isn't bad. Right, okay. I'm, I'm the same way. There's, I Yeah. Yep. There's it's, like it's there's a, a split, you know, right there to where this one is like it's not great, but it's not one of those like it's so bad it's good. Like yeah. it's right. it's pretty good. It's decent. Uh, it, yeah. It's actually something that I uh, a lot of times when it's playing on Pluto TV, I'll just I'll I'll watch it all yeah. the time. Okay. Yeah, but it's uh it was based on a Stephen King short story. Hmm. Oh. Mm -hmm. Alrighty. And it has Gary Busey and Corey Haim and Megan Fellows in it. Wait, Corey Haim's in it. Corey Haim. Mm -hmm. He was Ooh. he played a kid in okay yeah, so what makes this, makes this story scary is he's in a um a wheelchair and Ooh. of course there are scary scenes where balls a werewolf and he's in a wheelchair right. <laughs> yeah not a good place to be no right. uh, the forest or something i guess doesn't seem to be as wheelchair accessible i'm assuming there's a forest there the, there's not really a scene of him in a forest, but he goes Just out anywhere is probably not good to be in a wheelchair when a werewolf's after you. Or there's one really particularly scary scene I remember scary at the time when I saw right. it. And it's still kind right. of scary when he goes out on the bridge to yeah. uh, light fireworks. Yeah, and the wolf is out and about that night and starts to come after him, and he his his little wheelchair gets stuck. I think that was the same day his his uncle had given him the silver bullet, hmm. which is the name of his wheelchair. Oh, it's like a motorized. His 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 uncle made him a motorized or some sort of special looking motorized wheelchair or whatever, and he called it the Silver Bullet, which of course also you know is the Silver Bullet. Is the name of the yeah. Right. Have you ever heard of Robotech? <clears throat> Robotech. Robotech. It sounds yeah. familiar. It's an anime from '85. I think it might have played on Cartoon Network. Wait, do not do a Google search for Silver Bullet with the moderate result. Oh, now I'm tempted. Well, now I'm going to because you told me not. <laughs> I was checking earlier, and one of my favorite oh, Silverado. That came out in '85. I forget everything about that movie. I don't remember anything about that movie. So, can we talk about um, Nightmare on Elm Street too? Does anybody? Does anybody like? That's when it came out. I actually used to really like that one. I like that one quite a bit. Mine, I mean, even with the homoerotic scenes <laughs> of like, why yes. is this in this movie? I've heard of, I've heard it is like officially, but not officially, a coming out kind of movie. And that's one of the reasons yes. why I want to see it. I do want to see it because, you know, it's, it's very, it, it's, it's a beloved film apparently within the LGBT community. Yeah, I didn't find that out until later because honestly, I never picked up on that when I first watched it as a teen. Yeah, it's very it's very fun watch. It's an easy yeah. watch one. Probably it's not as good as one, but right. I like it quite a bit, so but that's just me. I mean you, you don't you kinda quote that line at like kinda I don't know if it was near the end, but I just remember Me? 
You tend to, like, you or... Quote a lot of stuff. I the, you know, the, the one where he's like, help yourself ever. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah, that, that probably Freddy Krueger's funniest moment. Um, but yeah, this pool? is when he was more funny. Do what? Was that in the pool? Yeah, the pool scene. Yeah, yeah. The pool. yeah, the pool scene. Um, I'm looking. Disney had a release that year, by the way, which has been, um, yeah, it's been received not well. It's called, it's called the Black Cauldron. Oh, I remember that. That wasn't the only film that they had, though. They also had the Journey of Natty Gann. Okay. Okay. And One Magic Christmas and Return to Oz. Oh yeah, Return to Oz was the same year. So they had, they had a lot, but I don't think any of them were received very well because Black Cauldron. Um, it was dark. It was pretty dark, uh, and I know the the villain's pretty dark, but yeah. Have you seen it, Mike? The best part of the movie was the villain, John right. Hurt, being his voice. Who? John Hurt. Um, oh. He, yeah. That was him. Was, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I think I've seen that movie it, maybe once. It's kind of gotten a cult status at this point, though. It's it's kind of gotten more popular. Because it's something like Disney wouldn't normally release. Right. But it's probably good they did. I mean, it's... And it's of that... Of the 80s, you had a lot of, like, sword and sorcery, like, dungeon, and yep. it just kind of fit. It was one of the more 80s Disney releases. I have the read-along but, book of that, I think. Oh, really? That's how I, think... I was able to consume the story before I actually ever even saw the movie. Yeah, I don't know if it's... it's I don't think they've ever upgraded it to, like, Blu-ray or anything, but there's DVD copies of it. Oh, sorry, Arturo, I'm doing it again. What? <laughs> I was I was popping up. Yeah, I, I didn't know that that the Black Cauldron had children crying in the theater. Uh, pretty scary. Pretty um, pretty scary villain. Lord King. Tim. Oh wow. Yeah. Wait, Tim Burton worked on that. He. I didn't know he was an. Yeah. Oh, he was, on, I do realize he was, why he was a man animator. Yeah, Frankly. he was at Disney, and I don't know if there was some sort of beef. Um, for Frankenweenie or something weird why he left, but I, I don't remember exactly why. But obviously he came back to do the newer Frankenweenie um, for right. like 2011, which is pretty good. It's also kind of dark. Well, that's also how Don Bluth got his start doing right. his own production company as well. Was, right. And that was the first one being, well, the first theatrical being Secret of Nim. Mm-hmm. Oh, one yeah. of the best animated films ever made. We talked about that movie uh, in one of our earlier things about, was it 82, right? I love that. That movie, Mike, is in my top 10. It's, I'm so glad to hear that because that's like, it, that's in my top 10 as well. Gosh, Thank I need to rewatch that. It's been such oh, a classic movie. I gotta do it. You know what? We got to do a review for it. Let's rewatch well, it. I got to watch it first again. It, it yeah. gives me such warm fuzzies. The voice acting in there was so excellent. The animation was excellent. Oh, the yeah. storytelling was good. The music was good. It's just, oh, yeah. Ah, just love it. Absolutely. I had nostalgia. Yes. Uh, yeah. That was when I ha when when we rented it from the library because we didn't have a TV at the time and we rented it on projector reels and blasted it up on the wall. That was how I first saw it. But so I you saw it on projector. 
saw it on projector yeah after we moved to where we are now but i was aware of the movie when it came out at the time because you know when you're in the stores you see stuff on the you know books and stuff about it so i was aware of it and was always fascinated by this whatever it was i had no idea what's this scary scary secret mysterious nim thing what's that about right yeah Yeah. he, he um he really had a pretty good run after leaving Disney. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It absolutely See, was. I don't, that oh, one's sorry, probably. Oh, <laughs> We're both clicking this stuff at the same time. I know. I keep saying I'm going to let you do it. Um, yeah, let me do it. it. Yeah. Re- really want to watch that one, though. Um, Say what? I really want to rewatch that, though. It's been has, a while. Has Summer seen it? <clears throat> I would say no. Probably oh. not. Yeah, Mom. Movie, I'm just. I'm. I am going to say we are jumping back, back in time now. I know. We, all right, all right. Continuity. You were scared, Skip. I know. So we're going Quentin Tarantino with our chronology here. Yeah, we're jumping um, all over the place. The crow. Yeah, we were talking about the Black Cauldron. We could do a whole thing about Secret of Name. I swear, I could talk about this. Yep. Yeah, all day. Was the same Jeremy? Do what? I'm trying to remember the name of the crow from Secret of Name. I, I know I should stop, but. Oh, the one that was voiced by Tom Eloise. Yeah, I, I mean, we just can't help it. We get. I, I actually read that book to Arturo Norelia when when yeah, we yeah, and I'd never read the book. I had it. I got it when I was in school, but I never read it. And so that I, book I read to you was from my middle school days, Arturo. <laughs> nice. I still yeah. haven't read it either, but I'm glad y'all did though. So. Yeah, it was, it it's was, very different compared to the the to the yeah, movie. It is. I think I like the movie better. To be I think honest. that that's going on my list to watch. Like that's gonna be my top three. Do it Everybody. now. Do it now. It's right there. I do want to rewatch Black Cauldron too, though. So I'll put those both. Those can be like a back to back, maybe. I only saw Black Cauldron once, I think, and I don't remember much about it. Yeah, um, I've only seen the ending, honestly. But just what? again. With Black Cauldron. What about the ending? I said I've only seen the ending of it, but again, that's seeing you hearing John Hurt's voice. I'm like, that's the only reason I really want to see it. Other than that, I'm not. Bye, Tim. Yeah. Bye, Tim. Give Hudson and uh, Amara a hug and kiss for me. Gotta shuffle them. Shuffle them off to bed. Shuffle, shuffle. Well, okay. (laughs) You um, them away. Right <laughs> trying to think. I'm sure we're missing something here. Oh, Saint Elmer's Fire, you guys. I that put what's that? One of my mom's favorite movies for Saint some Elmer's reason. Fire. Oh, that's uh, what's his name? He just passed away recently. Joel Schumacher. Yeah, Joel Schumacher. That's right. Uh, yeah. Soul. <clears throat> Wow. I forgot that he had done that. What <laughs> I didn't know if that was him or John Hughes. It seemed... Yeah, it's <clears throat> right here. Um, Joel Schumacher. That was kind of like, it's kind of like, think Breakfast Club, except but not as good. Adults, except for maybe for adults, because right. it's about this group of kids as they go out into early adulthood. Basically, I it was all right. It's not. Not my yeah, I, I don't know. It's nowhere near as good as Breakfast Club, in my opinion. I, but I did put on the private chat just like some of the animes that came out, but I have no say except 
I'm interested in the Gundam ones and maybe Ro well Robotech Robotech sounds familiar. Yeah, we, we mentioned Kiwi's Big Adventure. Someone had brought that up earlier. Sorry, I'm I'm interacting Kiwi, with that that is a good movie. That's a uh, fun yes. watch. Really? <laughs> That's a fun watch. Yeah, it's actually yeah. like good, like pretty well made too. It's Tim Burton, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I, I saw it said that on the um the thing of on the Wikipedia page, and I yeah, didn't realize it, that he had done that was his directorial debut. It's better than it should be. I'll say that <laughs> we will say I, that. I have to point out with with that movie. I remember one of my biggest childhood nightmares was from that movie. Really? Yeah. What? What? I'm trying to think. What would it have been? It was. Um, it was Large Marge. Oh, okay. She scared the ever-loving crap out of me when I was a child when I first saw that movie. I literally I saw it when I was like when I was like three or four. Oh, I was goodness. in my basement watching on uh, watching on TV. That that thing of when she's driving, she just turns around. And I'm like, oh my god! Run. This is Pee Wee's best, like anything, like best movie, best just anything he was in. This is. The best, the first one. Oh yeah. Paging <clears throat> Mr. Harmon. Mr. Harmon, you have a call at the front desk. <laughs> Is this <laughs> from the movie? Yeah. Use the phone. I've never been crazy about Pee Wee, to be honest. No. I, me neither. But I'm, I I'm pretty sure I saw would... this first movie, but uh, you might have seen it. Huh? I like him in an ironic kind of way. Right. Not to sound extra hipster, but... <laughs> but, yeah, we know. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a hipster, but I'm a hipster. There was a guy I was watching on YouTube, not to get way off topic, but just out of the irony of it, all he all he did was, like, collect Steven Seagal stuff and, like, put oh, it yes. on a wall, and he called it his <laughs> wall of Seagal. Oh, my so gosh. It's just out of the irony of it. That's funny. Oh, my gosh. Are we forgetting any other 85? I'm yeah, sure I'm we are. Show or a, or a movie. Explorers was out that year. That was Ethan Hawke and River Phoenix. Mm. Which in the Billie Jean. Oh, um, Cat's Eye. Mm -hmm. I've not seen it. but Oh, that's with um, uh, Drew Barrymore. I think yeah. that is a Steven Spielberg. Isn't yeah. it? No, I thought no, Stephen no, King. Stephen King. Sorry. Yeah. Stephen King is what I meant to say. Yeah. yeah. Wait, Stephen King movie with you said with Drew Barrymore? Cat's Eye? Yeah, oh, Cat's Eye. Eye. That would be the second yeah. um because I don't remember what year Firestarter came out. Was um yeah, eighty four. Okay. Yeah, I think and it was Cat's Eye would have been, I guess, her second Stephen King. I don't remember much about that movie. I remember mm -hmm. that I liked it at the time that I saw it, but I think I only saw it all the way through once. I thought Maximum over overdrive was, but I think that's eighty six. Oh, that was Amelia. <laughs> that movie. That. Think that's eighty six. Yeah, we talked about. Um, oh, Lady Hawk! I forgot about Lady Hawk. Wasn't that? Um, is 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 that? Um, um, Rutger Hauer in Lady Hawk, and Matthew. Oh shoot, that's gonna bug me. Yeah, Matthew Broderick, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Rudger Hauer. I, I was going to say Michelle Pfeiffer, but I wasn't sure. I remember that, and I liked it at the time that I saw it. Hmm. I've Lady seen Hawk. that one. Yeah, it's, I've 
I only saw it one time. And I think that might have been the very first time I saw Rutger Hauer. Maybe. <clears throat> yeah, we talked about um, Spies Like Us. Which I only saw that one. I wasn't super crazy about that. But then I'm not crazy about Dan Aykroyd. Um, I'm not. Uh, I'm yeah, not. we did mention that. Right. Oh, someone's. Uh, Corey, that... are you done? <laughs> there was there was a lot of um, a lot of pretty good movies that came out. Maybe yeah, eighty five, pretty good year. Oh, Mask was was out in eighty five. Mm -hmm. okay, that was the movie with Cher in it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I forgot all about that movie. I just recently saw another movie with Cher in it, but that's for. Uh, two one? years Which down one? the road, so oh, Moonstruck okay. probably. Oh, Moonstruck. Yeah. That's yeah. I, yeah, I recently saw that. Pretty good. Reanimate. I have seen Reanimator. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna mention Reanimator. Forgot about that. Gosh, so that's, um, that's a good like guys. cult. It, it's definitely gotten a cult following at this point. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Life Force, I've not seen. Oh, well, once bitten. <laughs> That was 85. Oh, who, is that um, Cage? <laughs> Lauren Hutton and Jim Carrey. Oh, the Jim. She's a vampire. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Oh, my mm -hmm. Lord. I've seen that once just because I wanted to see Jim Carrey. Like, yeah. From that time. It oh, wasn't Jim Carrey in an 80s movie. <clears throat> hmm? I said, wow, Jim Carrey in an 80s movie. Like, I know. The only movie I could think of seeing him in was. Probably dead. Probably Batman Beyond. No, not Batman Beyond. Ah, Batman Forever. Yeah. Yeah, that's like 95. So, yeah, weird. Weird, not great movie, but it's worth it just to see a young Jim Carrey, I guess. Oh, yeah. But what what was the vampire movie with Nicolas Cage that's like... Oh! What, yeah, what is that? Vampires, yeah. Vampire's Kiss. Is that 80s? I think it's 89, if oh, I'm not... Okay. I, I could be wrong. I'm not sure. Okay, I don't... See. I'll look it up. Yes, 1989. Okay. Oh, we're jumping. We're really jumping. I, I know, I know. Sorry. Yeah. It's uh, okay. We do it all the time. Reanimator. Yeah. I need to watch Reanimator again. I think it's on Shudder. Did Joe Bob do a viewing of that? It probably is, yeah. I'm not sure if Joe Bob did a viewing of that or not. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I don't remember that he did, but I I thought it was on Shutter. Yeah, he, he oh, might. Oh, runaway train. Okay. Sorry, I'm I'm just going through here. I'm I'm seeing some. I'm being reminded of some of these movies that I've seen and I forgot I saw. Wow. Yeah. Well, I I can't think of any other '85 mm -hmm. film or show to talk I can't about. Either. <sighs> I mean, I'm okay. interested in that came out in '85, so. Oh, Transylvania 6 by 1,000. I remember that. That was uh, Jeff Goldblum and Ed Begley Jr. And Gina Davis. Oh, wow. Can't think of nothing. Yeah, and someone already mentioned Vampire Hunter D. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think we talked about that one. So. No, I, I popped I it up very quickly. Um, I did not. I looked up animes from 85, and why did that not show up? That came out in 85. Well, Mom, I mean, you, you say it's really good. 
Was that the first one? Yeah, the first one came out in 1985. <clears throat> I think I like the second one better. Yeah, but this the art is... style was better, the one that came out in the 90s. Yeah, but this is the start of it. So yeah. I do want to watch. Yeah, I do want to watch also, it. Someone had, had mentioned in the chat, and I don't think we didn't really talk directly about it, but that was White Knights that came out also. Yeah, I saw that. Yes. That one had um, Mikhail Baryshnikov, right? And Gregory Hines. Oh yeah. my goodness! Yeah. And then there was a very popular uh, movie. I mean, a uh, song. Say you say me by Lionel Richie, that went with that movie. That's where it came from. Yeah, and I remember the music video of it, and then also I remembered that Ingrid Bergman's daughter played in it. Really? Played, yeah, she played Gregory Hines' wife. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I think I only saw like one piece of it, but I need I needed to watch the rest of it. I remember my mother was talking to me about that movie as well, and she said it was amazing. Yeah, it was yeah. because I think it was about also. I think he was wasn't he a dancer that wanted to defect from Russia or something like that? Um, yeah, that was the first time I ever saw Mikhail Baryshnikov. Um, Wait, is this like another ballet like a spy movie? Mm -hmm. No, they weren't spies. More like a defector. Yeah. Because didn't he really, like, Bershkov, didn't he really defect to yes, America? Yes, he did, yes. Mm -hmm. And then in this movie, I think, what was it? The guy opposite to him was defecting to Russia from America, I think, right? I don't remember the, the <laughs> that, but that might be the case. Maybe was his wife Russian? I, I don't remember if that was the case. Yeah. Anyway. So, yes. Uh, I've only seen that movie once. What? Wasn't there a, um, a movie with the guy that uh, Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix's brother River had to I do with I think his parents being connected to the like... Oh, you're thinking Soviet Little Nikita. Is it did that come out in '85? I don't think so. No, maybe a little bit after. Let me see. Because I remember he, like that plane one time. He had it on. That came out in actually in '88. And okay, that had well, I'm jumping now. Again. I'm jumping a few yes, years. Yes, you are. That has. That was interesting. What's that? Uh, was it Little Nikita? Yeah, Little. Nikita. I've never heard of it before, but that looks really good. Really. Yeah. I guess I just assumed that you would you would hear of all these movies, anything connected with Russia, you would have heard about it. <laughs> I mean, I think because during this time, it's like like during the time when Little Nikita came out, we were learning about films, um, like especially during that period of the Cold War. There was one called Little Vera, um, okay. but that was like about a um, that was like about a uh, like a girl who like rebellious. De uh, not degeneracy, like juvenile delinquent, but like from the aspect of Russian society. But this was also kind of showing like, hey, Russia's in the decline right now. We're just getting out of a war that we weren't supposed to be in in the first place. So it's kind of like doing that whole, you know, here's a look at our uh, Russian society now oh, kind okay. of thing. Okay. But um, Little Nikita, that looks, that looks good. It was I re I remember that I really liked it. Um, 
because it's the type of film that I'm interested in, you know, sort of intrigue, some action and thriller type stuff. And, is it a romance? Um, right. Not much of, I mean, there might be a love interest he has in there. I can't remember who the girl was. Was it Martha Plimpton or Samantha Morton? I don't remember who was in that. I don't remember who was in that movie. But I just remember Sidney Poitier and River Phoenix hmm. were in it. And you say you haven't seen it or heard of it, Corey? I've heard of it. I've not seen it. Yeah. I think his parents were, I think the story was that his parents had been Russian spies or something. And I think maybe he grew up not knowing anything about that, if I'm remembering correctly. Um, this is 86. 88 it came out. Oh, eight. Yeah. Interesting. Well, that's another one that's going on my recommendations list. There you go. You're you're finding out some uh, some, some cool things to watch. What, what do you have marked down so far? Uh, I've got that one, uh, Remo Williams. Oh yeah, yeah, Remo. And Silver Bullet. Oh, mm, yeah. Good list. See, those are like fun. Now I want to go watch all those movies. Yeah, right I'm. Now. Mine definitely. Secret of Nim, I think, is at the top. Yeah, I want to rewatch. So, um, what, what's everybody's favorite 1985 movie? Hmm. I mean, mine's it's well, tough. You know, but I'm gonna, breakfast Club. Yeah. I'm gonna go even though I love the Goonies, so it's it could sway, but so I would guess I'd have to say for Breakfast. Me, Which one? Favorite nineteen eighty five movie. I think I know which one I would say, just right off the top of my head. Um and Commando. <laughs> actually that that's a good choice i would say actually silver bullet yeah i was thinking right. 85 uh, movie yeah and Rima williams, Rima williams is good too but there's just something about silver bullet that i don't know it's just something about the whole oh wait a minute Carol type what? Story wait a on. what did you forget about fright night or no, oh yeah, I, I, okay. I actually no, I didn't, and I love Fright Night. But okay. let's say if the 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 three relined, I don't know. It depends on the mood, right? But I just always like Silver Bullet. Yeah. I mean, I love I love Fright Night too. Right. But Silver Bullet's got a whole different feel. Silver Bullet's like the younger kids in trouble, in peril type thing. Huh. So think Goonies, that right. sort of you know, it's they're in some actual real danger. Fright Night, they are too, but they're older. They're teenagers. Right. It doesn't feel like it has the same sense of peril to it. Mm -hmm. And especially yeah, when you find out who the werewolf is, then it's right. just like extra. It's like, holy cow. You know, then it's really scary. I don't right. want to say too much because Mike hasn't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. It, all I'm, I'm all right. It's a nice, quick, quick viewing. It's not very long. I think it's less than an hour and a half. Really? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. To me, it's not long enough. <laughs> yeah 80s horror is just fun and easy to watch like efficient all these fright night elm street 2 and silver bullet you know that's another one that's on my list is uh elm street 2 yeah that one's yeah. that's really fun. That's, yeah that's always been on my list and it's like <clears throat> god yeah. sorry i did it again arturo i think we were both clicking yeah i saw the oh. police academy too we talked about the police academy movies in one of our other ones um <clears throat> where I mentioned Bobcat Goldthwait. That was the first time I had seen him was in the Police Academy movies. 
and then I mentioned how my uh, my uncle's wife like had a little very teeny tiny bit part in one of them. I just don't remember which one. Hmm. <clears throat> Should I? I was just gonna say my favorite 1985 film. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm still gonna keep it at uh, Come and See, but for nostalgic purposes, Goonies. Uh, oh yeah. 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 Yeah, for me, I I don't know. It, you haven't seen a lot of movies from the eighties or from eighty five. I mean, okay, okay, okay. So from what you've seen besides, besides come and see, there's Goonies, Back to the Future, um Commando, um um Gosh, those might have been the three that I've seen from So 80s. which one, if you had to pick one? <clears throat> Hmm, that, maybe, I don't know. This is hard for Arturo, Corey. Goonies, like, Goonies is, is a really fun, like, you know, sit down and watch something like that, an adventure of these kids and pirates and stuff. That's nostalgic when it comes to age. Maybe, I don't know, part of me leans more towards Commando yeah. because of yeah. how fun. Arnold. <laughs> and, you know, it's Arnold. Yeah, I, I wouldn't imagine you picking Commando over Goonies, but, but I there's nothing know. wrong with that. It, I just it's hard. Imagine. Like, I mean, <clears throat> yeah, I don't. I haven't seen, like I said, I haven't seen Breakfast Club. I know you talk about that. I don't think you would like that. I don't. I, think. I mean, maybe for a one-time viewing, he'd probably like it, but or yeah. just, but I don't think it'd be something he'd gravitate to again and again. No, some of the other movies. It's a movie that should be seen at least once. You like might not my favorite either, but yeah, I, you might would like Weird Science though. You would definitely like that more than Breakfast Club, I think. Okay. Yeah, that like for some, eh? okay. for some yeah. reason, I'm I'm leaning more towards com- Commando. <laughs> for oh, dang, I forgot. Uh, I forgot that that came out in '85. Enemy Mine. <clears throat> that was Dennis Quaid and Louis Gossett Jr. One of them was an alien or something. Yeah. Now, I guess, Mom, for best show of, of 85 would probably be MacGyver. Well, at the time, I would have said <laughs> MacGyver. But now I would say... Magnum. Magnum. Even though it started before 85, it was still going on in 85. I remember howling too. Christopher Lee. That was a... It was terrible. <laughs> Your sister is a werewolf! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Love the goodies, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, all this nostalgia, you guys. Yes. I've I've been feeling nostalgic lately. You weren't even from the the, uh, 80s. 80s are the perfect decade for that. (laughs) I mean, look at at Corey. He was born in he was born in the nineties. I I mean, even the '90s have some pretty nostalgia feel but to it. I grew up watching a lot of '80s movies, probably more so than you, maybe. Maybe that's—I I don't know why I like the '80s so much, but yeah, like I grew up. I think <laughs> I don't know if I remember watching much like '90s stuff. I mean, I might have, but um, I know I was playing some some NES games from the '80s that that were already out. Um, Older games that from the early nineties. 
Well, 80s media kind of bled into the 90s up to a, like a certain point in time. Yeah, it so. sure did. <clears throat> well, you yeah. know what's I mean, funny? So uh, it does bleed in, especially in the early years, but there are some movies where it does not have that 80s feel at all. Like obviously yeah, Terminator can, 2. Yeah, Terminator does. came out in 91. It does not, to me, come across at all as any sort of 80s type, even though it was only two years away. Yeah. Well, it came out in 91? Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought it was 89. No. Huh. Came out in 91. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, you can... Even even 1990s, like 1990, the year 1990, you could just kind of tell like it might have been filmed in 89, but for some reason it's got more of a 90s vibe to it. I mm -hmm. don't know. Probably just me. Do you have an example? I don't know, just the feel of it, I guess. I mean, Chocolate maybe you had can... a specific movie in mind because I'm not thinking of a movie. I mean, the the late '80s are definitely different than like the early to middle '80s. I, yeah. I, I mean, wasn't me, a, didn't Candyman I... Candyman come out in 1990? Candyman. I don't know if it was. Maybe 90. It did. It was like 91 or 92, I thought. It could I thought be. it was 90. I, I don't know why it was 90. Maybe, maybe it wasn't. It was 92. Okay, well. I think it was definitely by that point into the 90s. Yeah, it's definitely not an 80s horror movie. I thought something came out in 1990. Well, it came out. It, it always oh, felt yeah, like it, 90s. Yeah. That's right. And even what the recent remake or the recent releases of it, they kind of tap into well, especially the first one, having that kind of '80s nostalgia to it yeah, as well. Yeah, I think that took place in '89 is when it was yeah. supposed to take place. Oh yeah, that's why New Kids on the Block were like the big thing in the movie. Right, right. right. Them a few times. Oh goodness, New Kids on the Block was really yeah. And I think on the in the theater they show like Batman on like the yeah. uh, the sign. Mm, okay. Yeah, that was '89, I think. Right. Yeah. Well, wow. I guess to conclude, 1985. I mean, I guess it probably wouldn't beat 1984 just because, you know, my, my mom's all into Terminator. Yeah. Best film of I mean, I, I can say 85 is a pretty decent year. I mean, we yeah. got Commando. We got Back to the Future, Goonies. Yeah. Few right. I haven't even seen. And you know, an interesting foreign film come and see. Um, mm -hmm. some animes here and there, Gundam, um, Zeta, um, Robotech, and other other stuff there, and then Thundercats. But I haven't seen Thundercats, so I can't. That's a pretty stapled 80s cartoon, mm -hmm. and it's Thundercats, you know. Was <laughs> Man still going on in 85? I'm sure. I, I think imagine. Friends oh might have ended Care Bears in the movie. <laughs> Huh? Care Bears movie? Someone mentioned the Care Bears movie. I oh, God. Care Bears share. I only know that movie because I saw a review of it a long time ago. Well, um, Probably better than the movie itself. <laughs> I, mean, I assume it was. I never saw the movie. I only saw the review, which was pretty funny. But Yeah. yeah. Um, I would say uh, 85 was a pretty, pretty decent year for films or Anything entertainment wise. Um, yeah, I think so too. Now, 86. 
Now, I'm trying to think if I've seen anything from 1980. Are we getting ahead of ourselves? Are, are we jumping ahead here? Not nobody. Yeah, we're just, just we're just preparing. Oh, wait. For the next time. Oh, okay. Yeah, Thundercats and Mask have a lot of pop culture. Okay, now Mask isn't that? I think I shared it on the private chat. I think it's some sort of anime from that time period. Oh, okay. I, I thought he was talking about the Share movie. Oh, maybe he's talking about the Share. There was uh, some anime with the title Mask. Yeah, there was an anime cartoon. Okay, that might be okay. what he's talking about then, because he mentions it in reference. Yeah, to it's that. spelled like, um, like it's not a word mask, right? That's abbreviated for. It's got like a point. Yeah. M dot a dot s dot. Yeah. Okay. I know. I don't wait, know wait is that an anime or a cartoon? I don't think it's an anime. I think it was a cartoon. I don't think it was like an anime. I don't think I've ever heard of that one actually, but I, I mean, I've it, heard it's of <laughs> vaguely in my memory of something. Oh. Don't know what hmm. it is. I only know it through Robot Chicken. Yeah, I said. Oh, that. see, I, I didn't even get that far. <laughs> Why it's in my head? Yeah, uh, I, I uh, am not aware okay. of that one. Trying to look for it. Oh, sound familiar uh -oh. to me. And um, oh yeah, it is a yeah, it is a cartoon. Yeah, he said, um, Major Payne said it was a cartoon. They're all yeah, they're like, is it like a racing cartoon? Look, a racing cartoon. That I do not know. I got the idea. It might have been like a, not like a, not a knockoff of Transformers or something. I don't know what. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're all when, wearing. Uh, when was G.I. Joe? Oh, oh wait. G.I. Joe? Hmm, let me see. G.I. Joe. Uh, it came out in 83. And okay, it, it was only two seasons, actually. Hmm. Wait, when did it end? Well, probably 85. 1985. I mean, it just says it came out in 82 and that there were two seasons. Okay, it ran from 83, no, yep. syndication, syndication from 83 to 86. There were 95 episodes. Yeah, Joe? Yeah. Hmm. The, it about um, right. I was about to say, yeah, it seems more like mid to late 80s, but... Major Payne said that uh, Mask is a spy cartoon. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I never, never saw that. Right, well... 1985. Uh, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I mean, it's a great goodness. year. Yeah. I mean, mom. I mean, why not you, you talk about your experiences of 1985? I don't I remember mean, specifically about 1985. <laughs> I mean, come on, you were growing up. Yeah. Come uh, yeah, on. but I don't remember a lot of specifics from 85. So. I'm this relic from the 80s. He has to always you, use my brain. You are a relic. <laughs> oh. You're a relic of a great period. Yes, that's nice right. Nice <laughs> Sorry. This um, is totally off topic, Mike, but how is your documentary coming? Oh, yeah. Um, it's, it's pretty much at this point I had to stall it. Um, I had to work on another project that that one eventually got stalled as well. So once the pandemic clears, I'm hoping to uh, finish up that one 
I'm hoping to unshelf my. Uh, you're talking about the one for uh, Potemkin. Yeah. The battleship. Yeah, you had talked about it had something to do with Russia, and you were. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So I I was trying to find clips of like I, I'm I was trying to like find more clips to pretty much expand expand it to the same length of like you know the essay that I had wrote it on. Um, but like, time kind of went on and I kind of, I couldn't keep up with it. So I just shelved it for right now, hoping later I can, um, release it. If you want, I could, if there's a way, if you want me to, I'd be glad to, um, share the original essay. Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Um, I mean, you, is it, is it like somewhere online or do you could, you could send it to, um. I don't know if you have Arturo's email address or, or you could just pop it to us through Facebook or something. Sure. I could, I absolutely, I'd be glad to do it through there. Okay. Um, yeah, you can. To share it in the private chat. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. Major Payne said, what we learned from GI Joe, life is 25% blue lasers, 25% red lasers, knowing 50%. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, a good one. <laughs> uh, Corey got cut off, it looks like. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I didn't know if he had to go or... Well, oh, yeah, someone was calling him. Live age, was 85, I remember. I remember that. But yeah, don't you hate that you can't get to a project and then you got to shelf it, not knowing when you can get back to it? That's annoying. It's yeah, and especially since it's been such a long time, and I've gone radio silent about it. I'm really sorry about that. That is, I mean, life happens. Yes, you do. It yeah. does, but still, I like, happen to you either, Corey. He says, "No clue what happened to me." Yeah, he. I did. Yeah, he saw. Oh. Live aid. Live aid was eighty-five. Yeah, I don't think I've heard it. It was a. It was a, like a big concert. Um, huh. I, I think it wasn't it for the. Uh, was it was it for World Hunger or for Farmers or something? That might have been Farm Aid. I can't I remember. Think, yeah. oh. hmm. Wasn't it referenced in uh, Bohemian Rhapsody? Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, wasn't wasn't was that the Live Aid that he came I, out saying uh, at the very end? I think that was. Oh, there, there, there we go. I can't remember if it was Farm Aid or Live Aid. It might have been Live Aid. You there, yeah, my boy? Yeah, can you, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear yeah. you. Okay. I, what happened? I, everybody just started spinning, and then I was, like, kicked <laughs> out or something. Oh, no. Um, yeah, it must have just... Internet. Internet. Yeah. Now, Corey, did you say what your favorite 85... Film was again. I don't think I. I don't think he I did. heard. Did He's he gone again? Again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think battle to join. It's it's um, Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. That's what. Okay, that's yeah, what I, I think. That's his favorite movie or something like that. I mean, yeah, I, I figured. There he goes again. Something weird is going on with his connection. Yeah. <laughs> Stay in one place, please. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Live Aid, yeah, that's that's right. I was getting the two, um, yeah. Live hmm. Aid was for was for uh, famine in Ethiopia. 
and Farm Aid with four. Ethiopia, that's um, back for now. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Are you not in your sweet spot, Corey? I, I was. I didn't even move from it, and it's just like everybody started spinning, and then I was gone. <laughs> oh, let me see if I can try to. Hey, you're over there now. Yeah, then I moved. I went upstairs, and then I tried to redo it, and then I just got kicked out again. I don't know. So. That seems like the best spot for you right there, though. Yeah, it was weird because it just all of a sudden, sudden. I don't know. <laughs> you know how the internet is though, yeah. over here. Yeah, we do. Yeah, well, um, this was an interesting topic, 85. I'm looking yep. forward to, to the rest of the or the rest of the 80s moving forward. 86, I'm not sure if I've seen much of 86. We'll find out. I think we'll yeah, I guess we'll find out stuff that we weren't aware, just like we were when we started this whole thing. Yeah, I the very first year, 80, 1980, I thought we weren't going to talk about much. There was only a few films here then. No, we found a bunch of things. I'm like, really? 80 was yep. not that obscure of a year. So, this was fun having you, Mike. Well, yeah. Thank you. I'm so glad to join y'all once again. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll well, be doing the, the broadcast for those that were listening. I hope you enjoyed this discussion of 1985. We'll be jumping yes, yeah. 1986. Thank you to everybody who left a comment. Thank you.